0: Okay, so that which gets praised repeated. You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle,
2: brought to you by PGC Basketball.
0: Welcome
1: to the Hardwood Hustle. This is TJ Roseanne. I'm alongside Graham Maxwell today. And we haven't done one in a while, so we're going to go to NBA shoot-around. Uh, don't know how many topics we can get through because there are endless number of topics. We could talk about Jimmy Butler getting traded. We could talk about... Um, adam bradley since he's not here his team imploding uh just we could talk about Mar- markel fultz and his struggles right now uh we could talk about um the draymond and uh, kd issue going on uh, we could talk about lebron in la what's happening there we could talk about mellow getting let go at uh, houston and the demise of the houston rockets we'll just see where it takes us but we've got some opinions here and we'd also love to hear your opinions but before we do let's just set a quick shout out to our friends over at shot tracker if you haven't checked them out yet make sure you go Check them out at ShotTracker.com. Changing the game via analytics. Some of the stuff they got coming out right now is just unbelievable. But if you want to make sure it gets done, you got to make sure it's getting measured. So go check out our friends over at Shot Tracker. So Graham, let's jump in. All right, um, I'll actually let you pick the topic that you want to start with because we'll, we'll we'll take turns picking the topic because there's an endless number of NBA topics we could go down right now. Um, so let's just pick our favorites. What's your what's your topic we're going to start with here?
2: Yeah, I think the one that's been uh, been most prevalent on my mind recently is just this whole Carmelo thing, and and honestly, I think more than I mean, you see so many things on social media about you know kind of bashing Melo or bashing the Rockets, and really, I think this whole situation, I just feel. I just kind of feel sad, you know, for the whole thing. Like, there's this, there's this guy, arguably one of the, um the best of this generation, and 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 you know, he's arguably the best Olympian the U.S. has had in basketball. A lot of people argue that, and and just to see, you know, kind of how his career has gone within the past two seasons, three seasons, it's been, I think it's been really sad. So I'll open it up with, yeah, what are your well, thoughts on that? You
1: know, it's interesting. <laughs> I think everyone just wonders why, you know, like why has Mello gone to so many places and it's just been kind of dysfunctional. And I think this one is kind of the, you know, the icing on top of the cake because he was going back to D'Antoni, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So D'Antoni knew what he was getting because he coached Mello before. And then, you know, so it wasn't like, I don't know, you know, was there a talk before like things have changed, we're ready to reunite, we wanted to get going on this. If so, what happened in 10 games to be able to ruin all of that, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, I, I, gosh, I think there's a lot of players that come to the NBA and there's the elite echelon. And I think the elite echelon do one thing better than everybody else. They make everybody around them better. I mean, you could say that about Michael Jordan. You could say that about Kobe Bryant. And I and I don't think it came naturally to those things. I, I think it was an evolution to those guys. I mean, I think those guys, I say all the time, they were scoring champs before they were nba champs and they had to figure out how to include other people yeah i think mellows had a hard time doing that
2: yeah yeah I, agree. I mean you can just you can hear it in his hear it in his press conferences you <laughs> know i'll never forget his like one of his first press conferences when he was with the thunder you know he, he called over paul george he was like hey paul you hear that they want me to come off the bench and and he was like laughing almost at the media like me like come off the bench and i think he's had that same approach through some of the things that he said in Houston, and and that's I, and to your point, like I don't think that's making anybody better. That's kind of self-serving.
1: You know, I I wonder. I mean, I, I'm just gonna. This is a bonus topic. We won't even count it as one, but I'm gonna throw in uh, Dwight Howard, right? I mean, I don't even know what he's doing. I know he's been out <laughs> with like a butt injury for like a couple months or something, like a strained butt, or that, that's what they kept saying. That's I right, kept yeah. seeing a flash across the the right. bottom. I'm like. I don't even want to know what this injury yeah. is, right? But he's something. Something's wrong with his butt, so he can't play. But whenever you were to take on, like, there's a couple guys in the NBA. Whenever you're to take on a guy like Mello or you're to take on a guy like Dwight Howard, like, do you not have to be like, what are we doing here? Like, mm-hmm. it, has the writing not been on the wall? Like, I think for the for the most part, for those guys' career. I think, you know, I wonder what it was going through in an organization's mind because they, you go like, oh, the Wizards. I mean, I remember when the Hawks signed Dwight Howard and they're like, oh, the, and everyone's like, oh, we got Dwight Howard. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> how how many times does it have to be dysfunctional to know right. it's not a good sign? So I feel like the whole fan base and everybody knows this isn't a good sign, right? right. And then Charlotte picks him up and you're like, what is Charlotte doing? Like, right. everybody knows it, but Charlotte? You know, and then, <laughs> so then where does he go? When later, the Wizards pick him up. I mean, finally, Adam's team you know. <laughs> Picks up, dropped I, him. Yeah, is he not on, with? Yeah, him last night they they let him. They released him. Yeah, I didn't even know that. But yeah. I want—I'd love to know their philosophy going into it. You know, because you know these guys do not help teams, and they're not making teams better. Like I would rather just go with a smaller five, or go with a shooter five, or do do something different. You know, and get a different player because you know they're not making teams better. But man, it's crazy to me that teams just continually pick up these guys, and that they continue to have the same problems, and everybody does the same thing.
2: Yeah,
1: everyone wants to imagine
2: our our, our system is the best, right? Or, or uh, they'll fit in our system, or maybe we can uh, get them back to what they what they once were. Orlando was a long time ago. From does man, anybody in the Dwight NBA Howard. do
1: that? Like, it, I mean, the only team I can really th- think that does that well. Is the New England Patriots, mm. right? I mean, they take dysfunctional players, and somehow they shut their mouth and fit in, right? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, that's the only franchise I know. Like, is there anybody in the NBA that does that? That takes on those players and is able to do? I mean, even another guy. Like, I, I know people are going to think this is controversial, right? But like Westbrook, you know, yeah. like I feel like every time Oklahoma signs him and keeps him, like. I mean I, I get it I know he's a good player as hard are but you're not winning a championship with Westbrook. right yeah. you know but they're gonna stick with it and so you know I feel like the average fan knows that but a lot of these you know these uh, these front offices struggle to figure that out yeah. with a lot of these different players is there anybody in the NBA that does that
2: you really can't think of one I mean I guess you could say the the closest thing to it is is golden state but even even bringing in new pieces and new faces it's it, it's sort of become um i guess within the past six or seven games i would say dysfunctional would you would you, you know?
1: throw would you throw um here's a tough one would you throw chris paul into that mix
2: in the mix of, of
1: a guy that you might not be able to win a championship with i mean you hear all the stuff coming out with teammates you know another guy you could throw in that mix is Rajon Rondo like I think because he had Kevin Garnett maybe you know and Ray Allen they kept him under wraps but since he's been out of out of uh, Boston, he struggled, and as a teammate, and a whole bunch of other things. Yeah. But I mean, I, you know, Chris Paul. You hear these these barking's and rumors, and I mean, there's a couple guys in the NBA. Like, I don't, I don't want any piece of them if I'm trying to win a championship. Right. And it's, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a hater, but <laughs> I, I, I think I might throw Chris Paul in there. I, I, I don't want Blake Griffin. I don't want a championship. I don't want Westbrook. I don't want Melo. I don't want Dwight Howard. I don't like. You just think about guys that you just don't want if you're trying to win a championship. Yeah,
2: Chris Paul's Chris Paul's a tough one. Um, and and I kind of, I mean, I agree with you to some extent, and I've, I've really never been the biggest Chris Paul fan. Um, but with that being said, I mean, last year they were up 3 1. And and maybe they were a crisp ball hamstring injury away from beating the Warriors and go and I think the Houston Rockets were better than Cleveland Cavaliers, so that would be the only thing I would say. But he, he probably needs a lot of help to do it.
1: So while while I'm hating, is Jimmy Butler <laughs> one of those guys? Oh or does he help Philadelphia?
2: I don't know. Philadelphia hasn't been setting the world on fire. Now it's been a small sample size. But they haven't been setting the world on fire since he's been there. Um, I don't know. I, I like Jimmy Butler. Are, uh, are there I'm... any
1: other guys that come to mind? Because I feel like there's a handful of those guys that I just I wouldn't touch. Okay. Oh, I, I definitely think DeMarcus Cousins, Boogie. I, I, I think he's one of those guys. Well, it's interesting. Let's see what happens at Golden State. So <laughs> do we throw Draymond in there? I mean, he's won championships, I know. But gosh. He might have single-handedly brought down the Gold State Warriors with what happened with him and KD. Yeah, I man. I think there's so much to be determined. Hey, can we throw in uh, one of Adam's boys,
2: John Wall? Oh yeah, you're you're if John Wall is your starting point guard, you're
1: yeah you're in trouble. Oh man. So here's the, the do not <laughs> the do not touch list in the NBA. So hey, we'd love to hear from you. Who's on the do not touch list in the NBA? So tweet us at uh, under, at Hardwood Hustle. I'm at Coach TJ Rosine. I'd love to know your thoughts. Like, who's on the untouchable list in the NBA, and who do you disagree with? You know, we threw out some names. I know I hurt some feelings there. People are like, that's my boy. Um, and I'm sure Adam will be tweeting about this one when we throw John Wall out there. But I'd love to know uh, who is untouchable. Like, who would you not touch if you were a GM in the NBA. I think that was a first uh, good half here to the NBA shoot around, and we're going to go deeper into that in just a second. But let's take a second, get a quick break, and get a uh, communication tip of the day from our friends over at Team Snap.
0: Thanks to our friends over at Team Snap for today's halftime communication tip. Coaches, I was recently listening to a pastor share about how he prepares for his message, and he said something that is extremely applicable for us in the coaching space. He said, if there's ever a mist in the pulpit, he assumes there's a fog in the congregation. And what he means by that is if there's ever a moment where he is unclear or maybe has a little confusion in his message and he's not very clear in his communication in the pulpit, he assumes that it will create a fog in the congregation. They will have a trouble following. They will have a trouble seeing the point that he's trying to make. This metaphor illustrates the need for him to create clear and concise communication because otherwise the message won't be heard. And the same goes for us as coaches. It is extremely important that our message is clear. And if there's any form of confusion in what we're saying, if we aren't quite clear with the message we're trying to communicate, we have to assume that our audience will not be able to see through the fog and hear the message we're trying to communicate. So coaches, this week I want to challenge you, be clear, be concise, make sure your communication is communicating exactly what you want to have communicated so your audience receives everything you're trying to say. Thanks to our friends over at TeamSnap. Make sure you check out TeamSnap.com backslash hustle to learn more about the communication app being used by over 15 million people across the globe, getting everyone from your parents, players and coaches all on the same page all season long. That's team snap.com backslash hustle. All
1: right, Graham. So we did the untouchable list, the people you shouldn't touch. If you want to win an NBA championship, anxious to hear what our listeners think anxious to get some feedback on that. Um, so that, that episode, when we, we get that, uh, dropped and we'll see hear what our, our, our fans think of, uh, what they agree with and what they disagree with on the should not touch list. Um, all right, let's jump into um, definitely some should touches here. All right, LeBron James, what's going to happen in L.A.? Man, start out slow, right? Start
2: out slow. They're playing better, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are. I mean, right now, it's still so early. But right now, I mean, they're they're playing really good, um, except against my Magic. Magic dominated them. Um, but that's, a, that's another story. Uh, but there, I mean, if the playoffs started today, they'd be in. Yeah. So let's talk about the West. How is it going to shake out? Man, you know what is – what's crazy I saw this last night the Los Angeles Clippers right now are the best team in the West they have the best record in the West and I think Memphis is up there Uh, all these teams you would I mean Portland's always going to be pretty good but all these teams you're like man everyone kind of doubted them and I mean, they're sitting pretty, you know, in the top of the conference. So, who knows? I think it's going to be is it a lot early, like last is year. Is it
1: early or are they legit, you think? It's early, but I definitely think those teams are better. So, let's stay in the West for a second. So, um, the Clippers are – well, Golden State, the Clippers are second best record. Okay. Uh, so, we got the Warriors right there, even though they've lost – They four, won two in a row. But they lost four in a row. Right. And I think last night they barely beat Sacramento by a point, right? right. So, you know, they're they're on uh, a little bit on the struggle bus, but – they're without Curry right now. They're not the same team. Let's stay there for just a second. Is KD coming back to Golden State? Uh, I don't know. I, I think I think this is a big issue. Yeah. I think what happened is big. Mm-hmm. I think Draymond has I, I, the only way to maybe salvage him is to get rid of Draymond.
2: Yeah. I agree, and I think this is obviously it happened, you know, a little bit ago. But I think by the Warrior suspending Draymond, like how many, how many uh, like franchises, or how many like people actually suspend someone for? I guess you could say like locker room talk, right? Like he got suspended for things he said to a teammate. And find over it. So, my point of view, this is, this is the Warriors' way of saying, hey, Draymond or KD, we got your back. Like, we'll protect you from Draymond. I
1: don't know. I, I, I think maybe a 10 game suspension. Would have said K D we got your back. <laughs> oh, a one game suspension? Like, but think
2: that's... about what he got think about what he got suspended for though. I mean he was just arguing in the locker room. Like I mean he wasn't pulling out Gilbert Arena stuff. I know? mean like... he
1: went low. I mean he went almost to mama jokes, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he went really low. And they gave him a one game suspension. I thought it was soft actually.
2: Okay. I mean, I I would say, I mean, you don't ever hear of people getting suspended. Now, I could be wrong, but I don't hear of people getting suspended for just
1: things that they've said to each other. So (laughs) look over the West here, and what's really funny is is there's one team in the West not making the playoffs, the Phoenix Suns. But you could make a case for anybody else – in the west making it. Yeah. So you the Utah Jazz are 8-11 now, but would anybody be shocked if they made the playoffs? No. I think the people are expecting them to. They're, they're two games behind not making it right now. Right. The Timberwolves are below them, the Spurs, the Rockets, the Mavs, the Pelicans. Like I think people every you can make a case for any of those right. teams making the playoffs. So I, I think uh, you know, despite the fact, I was listening to this the other day, and and no other league besides the NBA would people be this interested i mean i think people expect golden state to play boston or toronto right right there's 80 whatever games to play and that's what it is and if that was the nfl everyone would be like uh, you know whatever but they've they've their star power is so big in the nba but you're looking at you're looking at uh, 13 teams that can make it out of the west which i think is going to be really interesting and, i mean and, and there's not a big gap i mean you look between 12 and 6 and 8 and 11 that's everybody in the league, except for Golden State and Phoenix Suns, everybody in the west <laughs> i mean there there's I mean there's a difference of four games between second place and thirteenth place right now right
2: yeah
1: that's that's how that's how good it is. Um, give me one team you think in the West that's going to not make it that everybody's going to be shocked about
2: man i I would say right now, I think Utah's in trouble. I think that's a team that at, so far they've underachieved. And, I mean, Donovan Mitchell, I mean, he he obviously, people are expecting great things from just from his rookie campaign, like it was phenomenal, you know, but I think he's either, I I wouldn't say he's played bad, he's kind of held serve a little bit, Um, but they're not what they were. Last year, are the
1: Houston Rockets making it?
2: I have a hard time saying they're not going to make it. I mean, they they've played better. Are than, the
1: San Antonio Spurs going to make it?
2: I'm never going to bet against Greg Popovich. I think they're both well, making gonna it.
1: To throw some people out of the top eight, then I mean, I mean of the of the top eight, who, who's fake right now? So Golden State's probably going to make it. They're going to make The Clippers it. are second. Are they fake? I think Clippers are going to make it. Okay, Grizzlies.
2: I think they're fake. I don't think they're going to. They're make not going to make. It. They're third. They're make okay, it.
1: Denver Nuggets. They're fourth.
2: Denver is going to make it. Portland Trailblazers. They're going to make it. Oklahoma City. I think they'll make it. LA. I know it's an unpopular opinion, but LA is going to be on the LA is going to be on the border. Okay, Sacramento Kings. Oh yeah, Sac is not going to make the playoffs.
1: All right, so there's some teams. I mean, there's out of those teams, there's some interesting ones make. Let's let's jump over to the West real quick. Um, man, we could spend the next 30 minutes just on um, what's my boy for Toronto? Um gosh the new guy that Kawhi. Kawhi. we could spend 30 minutes on his laugh but we're not going to go there right now um that video if you haven't seen it is pretty funny the evolution of his his laugh (laughs) they're sitting 16 to 4 they're playing really good basketball yeah think they're legit favorites Uh, favorites in the east
2: i would still say right now i think boston is still probably the favorites even though they've been kind of sliding um what's the dysfunction in boston i don't know I don't know I haven't seen as much of uh Boston basketball as I would like, so I'm not exactly sure what the dysfunction is you
1: know what's crazy is the talent level they have do you know they have like three or four first round picks this year it's crazy I mean they they're they're oh they're about to get yeah they're yeah, about to get yeah, yeah three or four first get. round picks on top of what they got. who do you see in the East making a move who's trading somebody? you think Boston'll make mm-hmm. a move I don't think
2: Boston'll make a move because this is the first year they've had all their pieces, so I think they're gonna try to see what they have i think the wizards have to make a move um, I, I i think they got to
1: so so i've heard the trade proposed john wall for la's youth deal or no deal
2: i mean if i'm los angeles i wouldn't take the deal you wouldn't take it i wouldn't take you it. hold on to those young guys yeah. there who i needs- mean i wouldn't necessarily say i'd hold on to all of them but i wouldn't trade again i, I mean i wouldn't trade for john wall who needs to get john wall who needs to get John Wall? You
1: don't think anybody needs him, huh? You put you on the do not touch list. <laughs> yeah, he's on the
2: he's 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 up there for me on my do not touch list. Let's talk about the vaunted,
1: untouchable Atlanta Hawks right here. Okay, <laughs> right now we are leading the East and the West for the first pick. So we got Trey Young, pretty 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 impressive so far, right? Despite how bad they are. Team him up with Zion. Does Atlanta get fun again?
2: I think they do. I mean, any team that gets either R.J. Barrett or Zion, because I'm not sold which one's the first pick. Yeah. Um, but I think either one that gets those, I think they automatically get a little more fun. And I, I think Atlanta, man, they're they got a bunch of young pieces. Obviously, they got some older guys. My man Vince Carter uh just set a milestone right what was it 25,000 points yeah um but i think they've they've got good young pieces they just they need they need some game changers immediately
1: yeah yeah so all right really interesting so we'd love to hear from our listeners two things who else is on the untouchable list, and who did we totally miss on the untouchable list? Like, there's no way they should be there. You think they're that much better. The other thing is, tell us about the West. I mean, who's the team that's not going to make it? Because there is a, a just a train wreck right there of teams that could or could not make the playoffs. We'd love to hear from you at uh, – at- at Hardwood Hustle. Let us know what you think about those two particular topics. And uh, there's a lot of NBA we could talk. We just touched on a little bit right there. Uh, but those particular two topics who's going to win the West, who's going to win the East, and also who is untouchable. Graham, any final thoughts?
2: Yes, I think I have to clear something up. I may have misread something when I was reading all of this Dwight Howard news. I'm not sure if he's been uh, dropped or not from the Washington Wizards. Um, yeah, so I just need to clear that up. I said he was dropped, but I'm not exactly sure if he was or not. So. Well,
1: I'm going to go out on a whim and say that he will be on another team <laughs> or out of the league yet. in the next he hasn't six, been six months. Yet. Okay, So he whether he been has been or there. hasn't been dropped, um, the only thing standing between them dropping him not dropping him is somebody in the front office making a good or bad decision. So right. we'll see what they do yeah. uh, there. But, Graham, thanks for joining me on this NBA shoot-around. Uh, well, thanks for listening to the Hardwood Hustle. Until next time, we're out.